Hey there, welcome to the Second Lunch Podcast. This is episode one uh, for our listeners. I feel dumb saying listeners. I feel like I could probably address them all by name <laughs> if I had to. Hi, Mom. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Danica, Allie. My wife's probably not going to listen, just her siblings, <laughs> who actually do find me funny. Tell already us shitting how things on my are wife going. Right away in. Yeah, right away in. Already shitting on my wife. Um all right, this is a podcast that is at least uh, right now about nothing. I think we're going to talk about food a lot today, actually, which should come as no surprise looking at the both of us. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about me. I'm Chris Moran. I'm a stand-up comic. This is my friend Colpy here. We met doing stand-up um, 15 years ago. Yeah, it was almost. a long time ago. It was when you were still doing stand-up. Yeah. Um, I've, at least I've quit twice since then. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, you're on your Michael Jordan Wizards part of your career at this yeah, stage. Very much so. Uh, but yeah, we met doing stand up and uh, we were at the Wenatchee Comedy Festival. And I think we really bonded when uh, we were shit faced on the roof of a business downtown. And uh, when I say on the roof of a, of a business, it was like two stories and. You're not meant to be up there, but we were. Yeah. And uh, it was OSHA us. violations be damned. <laughs> yeah. It was us and a group of people. And um, everybody else got down the fire escape just fine. But me being a big boy and a little afraid of heights, um, got a little freaked out by the ladder. And yeah. uh, your boy over here. Help me get down safely. I, I looked like, into those deep ocean as, blue eyes and <laughs> fell in love. I just said, as a fellow pre-diabetic, <laughs> we can uh, we can get through this together. Yeah, I really hope my doctor's not watching me just drink hella beers <laughs> on the podcast right now. I yeah, like I like that we have three listeners and one of them's my doctor. Yeah. <laughs> <We've already> <laughs> my therapist is one of them. Hi, Laura. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, this is going to be my therapy, unless Laura feels the need to therapize me after <laughs> seeing this. So, then I understand. I'm on weekly. I'm going to end up on like a tri-weekly schedule after this. <laughs> yeah, is the podcast going to help or hurt your mental health? Are you going to need to see Laura more? Or? It'll be cathartic, but I also feel like dark. So hard to say. How many episodes in you think before we cry about something? Oh, within six. Within six. Yeah. Bucks and six. That's it's, what's going to do it. You bring up the yeah. Bucks. The Bucks winning the finals. That <laughs> gets me every time. Uh, all right. So we got some topics here because uh, otherwise we're just going to get out of control, off topic. Uh, Nobody will want to listen to it. Yeah. My, so I, I don't know that anyone's going to want to listen to it anyway. We're probably already <laughs> turned off. So let her rip. Yeah. Let it fly. Yeah. Okay. Well, I will let uh, I'll let you run this thing since you got the board. I do have the board. Well, we're going to do Tinderella questions first. Do a little uh, get to know you sort of segment. So I think what we can go back and forth on okay. these if you want. Um, can do that. Yeah. So, Chris, what is your first memory? Hmm. My first memory, it is one of two things, maybe three. Uh, I don't know which happened first, but uh, one, we were like at my parents' current house. It was like right when we were moving in, and I was standing out back, and I decided since I was alone, it was a good time to pick my nose oh. without getting in trouble. 
Peak and privacy. it was the first time I'd, have you ever gotten one of those ones that's like, you, you, it latches onto your finger, right? And you start pulling it out and you feel like you're pulling something like out of the back of your throat. I, for a second, I thought I was dying. I was like, <laughs> there's organs coming out right now for this is. <laughs> It's like an ancient person who thinks that your main artery is connected to your finger. <laughs> Clearly, this is the end of me. Uh, so it's either that or I remember trying really hard to figure out how to put on a shirt. I know that sounds really dumb. But I remember being like looking at the shirt, like the front of the shirt facing me and putting it on and then being like, why the fuck is it backwards? And I was like, no, like, seriously, what's going on here? I, I did it like five or six times and I could not figure out. Like, I'm looking at the front. Why isn't it going on frontwards? And I went and asked my babysitter and she was like, you want to know a trick? Turn it around. Then try putting it on. <laughs> I thought this was magic. Love, <laughs> love at first sight. <laughs> yeah. She was, she was very hot, actually. <laughs> we don't need to get into how all my babysitters are hot. I think that was fucked up my parents to do that. Which leads me to our next question. When was the first time you watched porn, and what was it? Mm. I think I was probably 11 years old, and I think I threw on one of those, like, Skinamax Comcast things called, you like... You paid for porn the first time you Oh, saw it? no. I think it was part of a cable package we were stealing at the time. Uh, <laughs> mm. But but I, th I thought, correctly so, that I could probably get away with it if I was like, I thought it was Lord of the Rings. It happened mm. to actually be Lord of the G-Strings. <laughs> Lord of the Chili a Rings. There's a lot of plausible deniability, especially <laughs> when you have an eighth grade reading level. It seems totally like you could get away with that. Did you just read or brag about your reading level when you were 11? Uh, what? <laughs> Did two grade levels <laughs> up? <laughs> That's pretty good, dude. I was, I was happy when I got to my reading level at my grade. In, so. Okay, in fairness... I don't know long division. So, <laughs> to me, it's a bit of a wash. When I was tutoring those kids, <laughs> dreaded long division week. I'm, like, sitting out in my car. What the fuck? How do you do this? Maybe you can teach me. <laughs> By no meal. Fuck off. Oh, I should have asked. Well, now I'll answer that question. I didn't let you answer the first one. But first time I saw porn. That's okay. I've been legally advised not to answer the <laughs> first memory question. <laughs> I was at El Toro Air Force Base. I went on Ask Jeeves. That really dates this. And I Jeeves typed, hooked it up? <laughs> I typed in vagina with a B, B-A-J-I-N-A, and Jeeves took me there, dude. I saw two, uh, two blonde ladies making it together. That blew my fucking mind, because I didn't know that happened. For sure. I knew that I liked that. I was like, that's pretty cool. I'm definitely a fan what of that. Immediate reaction. Still a fan of that. To this day, I'm still like... We're learning a lot about Chris's formative years. Two two girls getting it on is a good time. I am good with that. Um, and, uh, yeah, I also discovered that same day foot fetishism, which, not kink-shaming, still don't understand. Wish I did. I wish I had a foot fetish. I've talked to you about this before. Wish I had, like... That has to be the easiest thing to satisfy. Yeah, go to the beach. Go to the, yeah. I get a job at airport security. They're taking their <laughs> shoes off. It's, you have to. You see any feet you want there. I'm yeah. Chubbing it up all day. You know what I mean? But. Way different than a butthole fetish. Right? Yeah. I can't just, I can't, there's no store I can go to at the mall, like Foot Locker and see like <laughs> Russian no teen butthole or specialty something. Specialty you know beach I mean? that you can go to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Doing naked cartwheels out here. <laughs> 
Uh, all right, your turn. All right, so I'm gonna I'm just gonna mix it up on here. Uh, what's the worst nickname someone has ever called you? Oh God. Um, well, the one I liked the least was Cheeks, because I have big old chubby cheeks and I smiled a lot. And when I put on a football helmet and I was like kind of smashed into it, they were even. I mean, it had to look like a chipmunk. And uh, Frankie actually. Uh, we're going to talk about Frankie more. Oh, the New Yorker came up with a cruel nickname? <laughs> yeah. yeah. New Jersey. New it. Jersey. <laughs> Chris Buddy. Uh, yeah. So Cheeks, uh, another one I didn't like, but I had to admit that it was pretty accurate, uh, was the Big Sweat. Uh, mm. When I played basketball in junior high, we would play shirts versus skins, and I fucking dominated when i was on the skins team because nobody wanted to touch me because <laughs> i sweated so much sweat sweat sweated which i don't know anyway uh, sweated sweated it yeah but yeah so uh fucking dominated on skins and uh yeah somebody started calling me the big sweat and i was like damn it that's good he's like a young kareem in the paint yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's accurate what about you worst nickname it's the one you gave me it's grumpy. <laughs> it's no so way. accurate. I, that's the problem. <laughs> so There's right. also no way to refute a nickname like that without I mean, See, I'm already uh. my hands up. I'm already my blood pressure's up five points. I can't argue that it's a great nickname, but it's also one of those things like <laughs> there is a something about the sound grum. There's nothing appealing there. Yeah. No sexy guy's ever been named grum. Or anything that rhymes with grub. It is, that sounds like a sewer person. It sounds like a, somebody <laughs> lives under a bridge, a troglodyte of some kind. Somebody that's been living off of Jersey Mike's for six months. Total smooth brain. Yeah. <laughs> Again, I'm not saying it's, it's inaccurate. I'm just saying uh, it's deeply upsetting. Okay. Uh, oh, geez. I lost. I Don't lost worry. I got, I got one for you. What's the worst fast food meal you've ever had? And why do you keep going back there, you fat fuck? <laughs> you fat fuck. Um, <laughs> dude. Oh, I just realized I did go back after that. <laughs> it's the worst part. I had some really bad KFC one time, which I didn't even know. Like, they have so many different locations. How how are any of them? Fu it's fried chicken. How are you fucking <laughs> up chicken? And dude, it was just bad. It was, like, soggy and kind of tasted like ass. Not in a good way. And, uh, yeah, it was just terrible. I threw it out. Didn't even finish it. Oh, got something else for dinner. Just said, fuck this. And, I mean, I kept That's the, when it's truly I kept bad. the biscuits. I kept the biscuits. Uh, but, yeah, I had to fuck it off entirely. <laughs> but, yeah, I went back a couple of weeks later. I had completely forgotten about it until now, actually. So he brought it up. Uh, what about you? Oh, uh, my worst one by far was I missed a call from my dad, Mike, who we'll talk about plenty on this show. And based on the time and how old I was, I was like, oh, I bet he was calling me for food. You know, he generally understands what I like. But I called him back and he's like, oh, shit, buddy. Sorry, Coley, missed you. Uh, I was at Subway. I already got you a sandwich. And I was like, oh, now I'm worried because there's too much <laughs> flexibility with what Mike can do at a Subway. He's not getting Arby's melts now. So this guy orders me. First of all, this sandwich has an impossible amount of olives. Like the one thing I would absolutely not want on the sandwich. But he also ordered me cold cut combo. 
there's three kinds of bologna on there. I thought Satan only made one kind of bologna. <laughs> three kinds of bologna was basically inedible. And I know how bougie that sounds, but I don't give a shit. Do you <laughs> think bologna Italy is proud of bologna or not? Um, you know, from what I understand, <laughs> from what I understand, it's basically like, what is it, mortadella? It's just more blended up. Like, in theory, bologna is not the worst thing ever. But in practice, my father gave me the worst sandwich that was ever made. <laughs> bologna is technically me. I That's <laughs> you want your meat to come with technicalities. In fact, you want all three, you want every word to come with its own set of quotations. Where you're like, authentic meat? Why did they separate why do they both have their There's own There's also quotations? an asterisk. Oh, God. <laughs> All right. Um, have you ever had somebody call you the wrong name and not had the heart to correct them? If so, what did they call you? So most of the time I'm either called Joel or Paul. Those <laughs> both, What? Yeah. Those jo- are the, I, okay, Joel. Yeah. It's hey, It happens. But my favorite was not my name. You mean name? Joel P or Paul P? It's right? <laughs> Pierce, that's right uh at at starbucks once my name was spelled uh k-o-l-l like is there gonna are you gonna put an umlaut on the o <laughs> i don't know how you pronounce that that's not a word i recognized k-o-l-l wow that would have been a better question what's the is that the most butchered spelling of your name you've ever gotten probably certainly the most memorable it's hard to i mean i get yeah a lot of, chris i mean i get a lot of kr i was gonna say nobody really fucks up my name luckily it's one of those names like you hear it and you're not like thinking it's something else but uh my brother-in-law first time he met my dad he's like what's your dad's name and i was like rich but we were at a bar and it was kind of loud and so he was like rick and i was like rich and he's like okay rick so he's been calling my dad rick forever like 14 and i keep i keep being like it's rich and it doesn't register or he doesn't fucking care i don't know but not only have i stopped correcting him my dad never has my dad is just like i guess i'm rick Dan, whatever it's too lodged in the reptile brain at this point yeah (laughs) let's see are there are there more tinderella questions that we should be asking each other i think there are Oh, yeah. What's the most embarrassing thing you're afraid of or something you're scared of that most people aren't? Moths. <laughs> Moths, really? They're erratic, unpredictable. Don't trust them. <laughs> they come into your house. They just bat up against shit. Like a a horsefly or some other insect you don't want to deal with. There's at least like a flight pattern. <laughs> if it's on the other side of the room, it's like, okay, I got a few minutes. Uh, if it comes over here, you know, I'll hear it coming. A moth? just completely zooms across the room <laughs> anytime there's a moth in my house it's all hands on deck i mean i guess it, <laughs> i guess it's it's point we can't exist in the same place together it's like trying to fly directly into the sun also, right 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 i That's mean insane if, if everything around you is the sun then you know, they can't have good mental health i mean if they're actively trying to commit sui at all times i mean i'm in weekly therapy <laughs> imagine what the moth <laughs> They got to see Laura too. System, all right. <laughs> uh, mine is rodents. Can't do it. Won't do it. I, I don't think a... that's irrational, but is it to you the know what's degree? irrational is like the thought process when I see one is it's going to run up my pant leg and try to bite my wiener <laughs> every time. That's what I'm assuming it's trying to do. I don't know why, and it's not even like 
that's just the first of things I don't want it to do to me. I don't want it to touch me at all. But anytime I've one time there was a mouse in my parents' house, I literally ran out the front door and got to the top of the neighborhood before I was like, okay, I'm safe. I'm safe. My wiener's safe. <laughs> my wiener's safe. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, if I had a rat infestation, I would just burn the house down. It just not gonna fuck with it yeah i burn, remember you got you got to the rodents in your mustang and i believe you then sold the car <laughs> <laughs> new, new car brand new car that week yeah a couple days later i got a new car i was not fucking with that i was afraid to tell you after that that my focus had mice in it at one point it's like chris isn't gonna ride in my car <laughs> that's not even the first time that's happened in my family by the way my mom did that with a minivan too <laughs> there, a lot can fit in there you're dealing with capacity issues <laughs> oh all right. Any more of these? Um, I think we're good on this, right? We'll do this. We'll do. Yeah, more we can. Of these we can. We can come back future, to this, no doubt. You before we are we we started recording our first podcast, uh, titillated me with some stories about your wife's family and what they may oh, or may not. Oh yeah, that's right. On. This is my. F- opportunity to finally talk about this i've been wanting to get this off my chest but i i wanted you to hear it for the first time here my wife's family has been doing some appalling and frankly reckless things (laughs) outrageous dude i came home i was gone two days i was gone two days two days we had a costco size ketchup half gone Okay, when I left. I came back. My wife made some potato wedges. I was like, perfect thing for ketchup. Ketchup's gone. I said, how the fuck did you and your mom go through half a thing of ketchup in two days? Costco thing of ketchup in two fucking days. She started telling me the things her mom is putting ketchup on. Oh, it's like a laundry list. I'll start. I'll read them to you. And you can tell. we'll, We'll do true or false. Okay, do you slip some fake ones in here? I slip some fake ones in here, and you can tell me what you think is fake. Okay. Uh, I'll start now. Uh, Omelet. True. That's got to be true. That's fair. That's classic. And you know what? uh, I'm not perfect. I put ketchup on mashed potatoes. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. I get that. I get. I can see how our, (laughs) our tech is looking at me right now. Think about how married the potato and the tomato are. You put ketchup on any other potato thing. So it's not that weird. You mash them up. What's the difference? They're just mashed. So now we're caring. About- you can go ahead and talk. Let's hear, let's hear what you have to say. I just want to say everyone's entitled to their own correct opinions. <laughs> we're going to have to cut that out. <laughs> that's the only thing. Uh, so... You know, I get that that's weird, but I think the potato and tomato are rightfully married. You want to put ketchup on any type of potato, hot dog, hamburger, go crazy. Lace potato chips. Okay. (laughs) I was looking for ways to make Lay's potato chips less healthy. <laughs> that one's true, Cole. That my <laughs> wife, my wife was doing that. My wife did that. Get ketchup the, chips. The moment you said it, I was pretty sure it was true. And who eats like? Nah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. Today is not the time to get going on the lays, people. But you're eating air with salt. Anyway, 
burrito. Was it a breakfast burrito? Do I get any more intel than that? It in- all-encompassing. <laughs> Just, okay, I got to say yes. If it's dealer's choice burrito, I got to say they did it. Yep, okay. they did that. Okay. Um, Chinese food, almond fried chicken with gravy specifically. See, this is one. This is anarchy. This <laughs> I saw your face. It's appalling. That's well, I... the problem is it's both a very outrageous thing to choose, but you were also so specific that it makes me really believe it. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I totally I blew it. I gave it away because I'm mad, dude. I'm mad. Who's don't even get Chinese food. Why did you bring China into this? It <laughs> you could have gotten get the fucking KFC. It, it is pretty unfair to bring that entire nation into your own crimes against food. <laughs> you know, I feel like you should keep that domestic. Maybe to North America at best. Um, all pork. All kinds of pork. <laughs> <laughs> Trotters, tripe, <laughs> whole thing. I mean, see, I'm going through, okay, like sausages, bait. None of these things sound like they should have ketchup on them to me. All, you know what? I'll say you can put ketchup on a brat as well. Okay, that's, okay, yeah, if sausage is a broad term. Okay, I, I gotta say true. I gotta guess true on this. I feel like I have to admit something now, because I've kind of, my family in Wisconsin may not like what I'm about to say, but if you put ketchup on a summer sausage, I think that's okay, too. <laughs> Only because I do that. Um, <clears throat> when you post this on Facebook, you're gonna have to take out all your Wisconsin family. Cole, would you put ketchup on a quesadilla? No, absolutely not. <laughs> you know who would? My wife's family. Cole, what about mac and cheese? This is starting to bum me out. Is this still comedy? <laughs> yeah. Is this still comedy or is this something bleaker? Uh, is... Has it turned into drama yet? It's. <laughs> this is like post-apocalyptic. I had to fight him for green beans. See, at this point, I don't know if you've gotten the theme here. These, are these all true? These are all true. <laughs> these are all true. Um, at some point, the food is just a vehicle for getting ketchup. And like, wh- why even involve anything else? Just eat ketchup. Allie, her sister—I shouldn't have said her name—but Katie's sister. Uh, it's okay. She's not one. Would this. literally just eat spoonfuls of mustard. Oh my god! Katie told me another thing on my way out today about Allie. I'm saying her name now and I mean it because she needs to be exposed. She will take like a bowl, a little bowl of ketchup and add pepper to it. A couple spoonfuls of pepper and then mix it up and eat that. What is going on here? What is what is with the ketchup? See, that's when you're in some sort of bleak housing. This like, is you're some, the old woman that lives in the shoe. This is some sinister stuff. Like, <laughs> what are you doing? Truly diabolical. <laughs> yeah. uh, hey, Cole, guess what else? Steak. See, that one I could have predicted. Are you, that's what? Like a, no. That's no, 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 like no, no, no. A, you were saying, I, I shouldn't have led with the Chinese food and all that. I should have... Steak should be near the beginning because that's outrageous. It's, <laughs> it's ketchup but on steak. Other folks do that though. At least ketchup on There's, steak. Presidential. It's presidential. It's presidential. <laughs> it <is> presidential. <laughs> well done. That's true. That's that's. Oh. A, Is it a mid rare steak? Are they really going for that war crime? Here's the problem. My <laughs> father-in-law will only eat well done steak. Eat chicken, Dave. Just exactly. Don't don't eat steak. Eat something else. But no, he loves it. He loves it. 
He actually doesn't. He's not the one who puts ketchup on it. They'll, yeah, because that's a good point. Are you going to order a steak medium rare and then be like, can I have some ketchup for this, please? <laughs> like, no, you never cared about how this tasted. Well, Why did you even, I could have just cooked this all the way through. Yeah, it's like a hockey puck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, here's the last one, Cole, and this, I think, upset me the most, although steak really upset me. Salmon. First question, every question. Yeah. <laughs> to go, Kyle can First question, all the questions. All of the questions. <laughs> yes. uh, I'm, again, still not blown away by that. The, I think I'm going to be stuck on Chinese food for like 72 hours. That's, yeah, right? Like, why did you even bother with Chinese food? And even though you named anything. the dish, I'm my only thing playing in my mind is chow mein. For whatever reason, I'm just like there was a and couple ketchup. other dishes that also got ketchup, which I didn't remember. <laughs> they were in the line of Katie fire. was like telling me, and I Collateral I, I didn't know at the time I was putting this on the pod, but I knew I needed to write some of it down, and so I only got in the whatever it was. Yeah, you missed like gravy. yogurt or yeah. whatever else. Was <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, next one. I do have to ask you what this is about. What does it say? I can't see. Fully frosted. Now, what is this about? Okay, so I saw a tweet the other day, and the tweet said, why aren't we fully frosting Pop-Tarts? We have the technology. And I think that's a good point. Why? Why? Just frost the whole thing. I don't understand. Why is it just the portion in the middle? I mean, the American public has committed to dessert as breakfast (laughs) for a long time. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta get my diabetes somewhere. What's the Denny's, like, children's pancakes that's the red, white, and blue that comes with, like, <laughs> uh, whipped cream smile and face? <laughs> that's breakfast for, like, a six-year-old here, so. Fair. I, I mean. Or, like, cereal is just straight sugar. Cereal's not food. That's a one important <laughs> thing that I want to clarify. Oh, that. sure, but we're eating it for breakfast. Oh, yeah, you can eat it. You can eat all kinds of shit that ain't food. You can eat drywall. But cereal's not food. <laughs> cereal is great at masquerading as food. No nutrients. I would believe that you could get more nutrients from sand than from <laughs> does, Lucky Charms. Does any other mealtime have more dishes masquerading as food that just aren't not even close not even first of all the other two meals don't even venture into the sweets realm like (laughs) when you're having lunch like you know what i could really just go for a stack of french toast (laughs) you do that people are gonna look at you like you're a madman you're gonna look at your house like does ed gein live here is this ed's place uh how the fuck did they even invent french toast that had to be an accident right that's a that's a creation of I have three things, and I'm gonna make it work. <laughs> I'm gonna make this bread soggy. I- <laughs> or I'll be damned. Damn it! Or it's I'll soggy now. How do I make this not soggy? I'll I better fry the it. shit out of this. Holy shit! All I've got are eggs, milk, and bread. <laughs> Fairly classic peasant components, but yeah, I think that the to to fully frost a pop tart though casts you too far into the darkness. As far as like now, your breakfast is truly like. I mentioned Lucky Charms. See, you need those little onk-shaped grain pieces to make you feel like, like you at least just I got at least one vitamin A. I got one, <laughs> uh, one granular vitamin A. <laughs> you can't just frost the whole Pop-Tart. You need to at least have some visible bread that indicates some benefits. 
something that could start your day properly. It's about the end of the game. Yeah, not something that's going to crack your toilet bowl by nine we o'clock. Were, we, <laughs> we were kind of getting into this before we hit record, actually. But uh, do you prepare your pop tart? Do you do you eat it? Uh, do you just eat it right out of the wrapper? Do you actually put it? in the toaster like it's supposed to be prepared i look at the people that put it in the toaster with great reverence (laughs) (laughs) look at these patient gods walking among us right it's all about patience i barely got this out of the wrapper it's not that i don't want it to be warm it's that i don't i'm not putting up with that i'm just not i've had a warm pop tart before i was like this is fucking rad it's like people are like oh have you tried a warm pop tart yeah i've also tried making a s'more without burning it took forever putting that shit right in the fire burn it if there was a pop tart equivalent to lighting the whole thing on fire and blowing it out in six (laughs) seconds then that's the way i'd be preparing it but you could light the whole thing on fire and blow it out in a few (laughs) seconds (laughs) that could be your route okay what is next we got candy bars and this one i'm worried about you haven't fully filled me in yeah i was thinking i saw i think it was a snickers commercial the other day and for starters, it's weird that they, like, kind of, tr- like, try to make them look sexy. It's, like, kind of slow-mo, and the lighting is is kind of moody. Yeah. But then, as if it's not already weird, you get some psycho just breaking the thing straight in half. Like, anybody's ever yeah. eaten a candy bar that way. You couldn't even open it that way. For the plastic <laughs> yeah. to break that way, I feel like you'd have to be very strong. Like, <laughs> you'd have to be, like, Mr. T just ripping the end off. Or they're they're pre perforating these things. They're they're they've doctored our candy bar commercials because you cannot open a Twi- or like a Twix commercial. Somebody will like offer you a Twix like it's a Marlboro and a soft pack. They'll just like <laughs> kick one out. You want a Twix? I don't know what that brings to the table though. Like, what does making the audience think you breaking the candy bar in half? Like, how does that sell it? community (laughs) (laughs) camaraderie teamwork no i i mean i completely agree because first i mean we're two fat guys i don't want to guess our combined weight but who is taking one of their two twix first of all this needs to be a king size if you're doling out (laughs) entire bars of your twix yeah, that's a whole other thing. Do you even fucking bother with the non-king size candy anymore? No. Do you buy candy anymore? Am I the only uh, still buying candy? After I no, you're not, <laughs> you're not the only one. Ashley loves candy. I I dipped out on it for a while when I became diabetic, but now that I'm post-diabetic, Ooh, a rare <laughs> quitter. Quitter. Uh, yeah, it's. I mean. Candy's expensive these days, so you might as well just go for the gold. Might as well just get your whole four Candy's four Twix bars. Expensive these days. What are you like ninety five? Who it's, says that? What? I've compared to what uh, king size bar two forty nine. It just pay for it's candy, dude. It doesn't matter what it costs. That's not what it's about. <laughs> it's about the good times, man. Oh no, I've been caught by the fucking commercials. They've got me. I don't even care how much it costs anymore. Exactly. It's working on me. Yeah. They broke it right down the middle. That's. <laughs> It's a, it's like a Charlie and the Chocolate Factory thing. That's appalling to me, breaking a candy bar down. Nobody eats it like that. No. I would say ketchup on Chinese food is more appropriate 
I'd agree than, with that. And breaking a candy bar straight down the middle. Also, while we're on the topic, I just want to throw out there that if your candy bar has fewer than three ingredients, if your over under is two and a half ingredients and you hit the under, you're not a candy bar. Hit the bricks. It sucks. Payday, Three Musketeers, get out of here. Three Musketeers sucks. I still eat it sometimes, so get me wrong. But it's like the last of the Halloween candy, right? You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like it it might it might get into December, frankly, if I'm being completely honest. It, you've it gets you've got just a bag with like sure. four Three Musketeers. You've got like six things of Smarties and a toothbrush. That's what's <laughs> left in the pillowcase. And a rotting apple. That's <laughs> Do I look like I take in fiber? I <laughs> I ate all the razor blades before I got. That was a weird reference. Um, we were talking Halloween candy. I don't think so. I do want to ask you though. I'm going to move us along because I have to get Uncle Dave on the calendar. Here. Jesus, Uncle Dave was in town. I love this man, and to attempt to describe him to somebody who's never met him, um, the man subsists almost entirely on Mountain Dew and gas station pepperoni. And smokes. And smokes. And smokes. He told me uh, he smokes so much. I couldn't possibly tell you how many packs a day, but it's more than one. (laughs) And he told me that his doctor said he should actually not stop smoking Mm. because his body wouldn't be able to adjust... Sounds like a doctor. <laughs> yeah, sounds sounds like a doctor, Dave. Also, I don't believe you ever went to the doctor. Uh, but <laughs> you got to start with the big lie to work your way down. The- <laughs> yeah. I went to the doctor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, this man's never been on time for anything. Not to say the most hack joke ever, but he'll be late to his own funeral. You know what I mean? <laughs> like he is eternally late. He, we go by Uncle Dave time anytime. We're like, okay, it starts at ten. Tell Uncle Dave eight thirty. He might be there by ten. Right. Uh, he's eternally late, and he's also just a maniac when it comes to food. Like, he's always eating. When I picture him in my head, he's got just a grip of nuts or something. Like, he's always got <laughs> – he's always working on something, and he's always working on, on a do. I was telling you, he was in town for five days, and he had perfectly paced his 36 rack of Mountain Dew to have the exact same amount every day that is an absurd amount of mountain dew to be drinking that also worries me because it implies that in a world with unlimited dew <laughs> yeah what would happen he would have what gone does his pee look completely like? what, off the rails i've never seen him drink it's like mountain dew just just <laughs> doesn't get digested at all it just goes straight through <laughs> straight dew pee we absolutely need to get more uncle dave on the podcast dude he when he was here he was like, uh, he can't wait. He's always starving. And he was, his, his saying, I don't even know where it comes from or what it actually means. But he's like, wrap my ass in fiberglass. Let's go. <laughs> like trying to get my mom to cook dinner faster. My mom's also eternally late too. Like if we're eating dinner at seven, we're eating dinner at nine o'clock. Yeah. I remember a Thanksgiving story or two. Oh, fuck me. Yeah. Everybody's had their, everybody's had their Thanksgiving dinner shit by the time we've even started eating. <laughs> Um, but so my mom was cooking dinner, not as quickly as uncle Dave wanted her to. And, uh, so he started getting a little antsy. He started going into the kitchen and, uh, he was like, Karen, uh, you want any help in here? 
And my mom was like, no, Dave, you don't even know what I'm cooking. Like, how are you going to help? Also, I've never seen the man cook, ever. Like I said, I've I've seen him come out with mitts full of gas station pepperoni before, but I've, I've never seen him <laughs> cook an egg or any like anything. And uh, so he was just kind of in the kitchen. Like, I don't know if he was just trying to, like, hurry my mom along. But well, he got the lie in to get himself in there. So now, <laughs> he's, him, now he's in the now building. Now we're in the kitchen. <laughs> yeah. Um, and this was after he'd already polished off. He had one of those, like, man, I'm going to reference Costco again. I feel like they should sponsor the show for all three of our listeners. Uh, he had a Costco thing, like, this big of shrimp designed for a party of people. And he had it in his arm like this, and it was just constant I like how he's got it like a ball carrier. Like he doesn't exactly. want to get strip Exactly. <laughs> well, I think he felt like if he held it close, people weren't going to try to take any. I think that was the main point was he, this was his. It's <laughs> so it's more like prison eating where you put both arms around <laughs> and you kind of shovel yeah. in. <laughs> he crushed the whole thing in like 15 minutes. We're not maybe. even tails left. I, that, <laughs> that amount of protein, I don't know how he wasn't shitting his pants by the time he even finished it. But that wasn't enough. The man was ravenous, right? He's in the kitchen. He's in my mom's grill. And uh, so my mom had, like, just finished peeling potatoes. They're still raw. And she puts them in some water to start boiling. I don't know how you fucking make potatoes. I don't know. Uh, all I know is ketchup belongs on any kind. <laughs> um, and as soon as my mom left the room, he just snagged a potato and started eating a raw potato. He had to get it in him. See, somehow. that makes me worried about him. See, that makes me feel like there's Who a nutrient a deficiency. Potato? Only the desperate. Who eats a raw potato? And okay. Uncle Davey and my dad. What's worse, raw potato, ketchup on Chinese food? Oh, ketchup on Chinese food. Over raw potato, really? Yeah. I don't actually, I don't disagree with you. I mean, raw potato, there's integrity, there's class there. You know, there's precedent. There's commitment Ket- at the very least. <laughs> Ketchup on the chow, man. Ketchup's pretty much always a cop-out, I hate to that's say That's very it. alarming. Yeah, that's, uh, that is a great question, but the fact that he didn't even, you know, throw a little salt and pepper on the raw spud, it's just getting fished out of the water. <laughs> alarming. Well, I was I was thinking about, uh, I, I think I've told you a little bit about this. I am writing a book about an encounter that I had. Uh, with a Nashville hot chicken sandwich when I was in Eugene, Oregon. You did. And uh, I thought there was no better person to help me on my journey to understanding what I experienced uh, than my Uncle Dave. So uh, I talked to him a little bit about it. But uh, it kind of leads into our next subject, actually. Um, so this sandwich, I don't even know how to describe other than, like, it's the best thing I've ever put in my mouth. That's I wanted to put my dick in it. It was perfect. When I shat later, I was like a little bummed out. It wasn't still inside. It was no, like, no it longer was, a part of you. Yeah, it was uh, It was incredible. So I'll read uh, my Yelp review for this. And I've never been a Yelper. I don't, I've don't. i never felt the need to – because nobody cares. There's two people who review things on Yelp. It's the people who are giving five stars – or it's somebody who's giving one star and there's clearly other shit happening in their life. Right. It's not even that that place deserves one star. It's that, you know, this burrito fucked my yeah. wife, you and, know. <laughs> and these wages are garnished. They didn't do that. 
but who hurt you? This, there's other things at play here. This has nothing to do with the enchiladas. Um, so anyway, I, uh, I wrote a review for Elkhorn Brewery in Eugene, Oregon, and it goes a little something like this. He's just trying to get a free sandwich now. I, I went way out of my way. Last time I was in Oregon, way out of my way to get the sandwich. You think I'm not going to drive an hour and a half out of my way for the sandwich? I probably would have driven three hours. It's incredible. It's incredible. Anyway, sorry. Here's the review. Five stars. I haven't had any of the beer yet. This review is specifically for the food I had, which was incredible. I got the Nashville hot chicken sandwich with slaw on it. And despite being a little apprehensive about ordering a Nashville hot chicken sandwich in Eugene, Oregon which is implicitly not Nashville, I was absolutely blown away. I may have a hard time explaining this experience as I found myself basking in wonderful, spicy bliss throughout the duration of my meal as well as a five to ten minute reflection period after. (laughs) Nothing going through my head, just hot chicken in my tummy and endorphins in my veins. It was perfection. My wife finally got me to snap out of my hot chicken daydream and the only word I could utter, incredible. Sincerely the best thing I've ever put in my body. The pretzel was also good. Now, are you sure you didn't also have something else going on in your life? <laughs> uh, I had a boner. <laughs> it, dude, it was, I have never felt this way, even about my wife. I keep thinking about the sandwich. There's been times, actually, you know what? I went back. I went back because I had to see if it stacked up again. Because like, I was like, maybe it was just... You know, right place, right time, you know, like a summer summer fling, you know what I mean? Something (laughs) like that. Like, yeah, maybe I was just super hungry. So anyway, I was doing some shows in Southern Oregon uh, a couple weeks ago. I went back and uh, I wrote another review. Do you want to hear it? Absolutely. (laughs) Passionate. I had business in Oregon some three hours away and decided to make a pilgrimage to what I can still only describe as the single greatest sandwich I have ever consumed, and as expected, it was nothing short of a religious experience. I had been daydreaming about when we would meet again for months, occasionally being interrupted by my wife's curiosity as to why I was staring off into the middle distance. That sandwich... I would utter with a bittersweet feeling of both loss and pure bliss, not knowing if I would ever taste such elegance again. After our first encounter, I found myself deeply saddened the sandwich would no longer be a part of me when indisposed later that day. Though it had physically been evacuated, it still held a place in my heart. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the most clever way I've ever described that's taking a also, shit. Also, I'm glad that's on the Yelp review. <laughs> yeah, I did. Yeah, there's not enough mention about pooping it out later in these reviews, I'm just going to say. However, having only had the sandwich once, time became my enemy in terms of holding on to an accurate remembrance. Was I just seeing the sandwich through Nashville hot chicken tinted glasses? Had my memory betrayed me? Had I really enjoyed such an incredible meal? I had to learn the truth. I returned to Elkhorn Brewing on a mission. I was politely asked if I would like the special and quickly interjected as if waiting another instant would kill me. The Nashville hot chicken sandwich, please. Slaw on top, I said confidently, letting them know there wasn't a single degree of hesitation or that I would not be persuaded to even consider another dish. We're like three paragraphs in here on a Yelp review. Just saying. I I can tell. There's more. (laughs) (laughs) I waited impatiently for what felt like hours. It was actually maybe 10 minutes outstanding service at this place. The anticipation killing me. 
My sandwich arrived and was in my hands and en route to my mouth before the server even left the table. The second it touched my tongue, I felt as if my soul had been struck by lightning, endorphins flying through my veins, coleslaw dripping carelessly down my beard. My memory had served me right. Luckily, I was sitting alone, not only because I must have appeared to be a maniacal, ravenous mammal, but because there would be no way of communicating this experience with anyone else. Even this account is a feeble injustice to its existence. Consume at your own risk. I am forever changed. So you did get the sponsorship. Working on it, but okay. writing a book. Okay. <laughs> writing a book. It's going to be a little bit more sexual than that, I'm thinking. But, okay. Uh, I, I still don't know what else to say, man. It, it was the best. I think about it all the time. I, I can't think of anything fatter about me than that. <laughs> but I'm constantly it's thinking about the sandwich. Line of logic. In Eugene, like, it doesn't even make sense. Why is this Nashville hot chicken sandwich in Eugene, Oregon? Now we need, now like we need somebody in the audience from Nashville to go test your theory of greatness. I don't want to find out what they think. <laughs> I'm concerned. All right. For time reasons, I'm going to keep this guy moving along. So we have another topic here. And I know you can serve this one up. This will be a recurring segment. This is called Gucci or Greasy. Okay. Determine. Gucci, Gucci or Greasy. Basically, we're going to mention a topic, something that somebody does or doesn't do, uh, putting ketchup on steak. Gucci or Greasy. Clearly Greasy. Uh, or something else. Some third option. That's Gucci darker. being it's all good, it's all Gucci, Greasy being... No, that's fucking wrong. You can't do that. So, Gucci or Greasy, cherry-picking flavors of jelly beans out of a communal bowl. So, this is complicated, I feel like, because it could be very greasy to just take all of the goodens, to use uh, the preferred nomenclature, but I feel like grabbing a handful of loose jelly beans and just going at it like popcorn... <laughs> That's anarchy. That's a person in need of help. Like, you need to to cherry pick all of the good flavors is one thing, but to at least deliberately not mix in, like, a black licorice with a strawberry, <laughs> black licorice to me, that's well. reasonable. That's, you know. This does bring up a good question. Why the fuck is Big Jelly Bean trying to sell us on all these <laughs> shitty flavors? Keep the fucking black licorice. Reagan. If somebody wants black licorice, they'll go. Would you just say Reagan? <laughs> Man love jelly beans. Hugely powerful. I don't know. Think Man, about it. Black licorice. Nobody likes jelly beans. That much. That's. <laughs> Who? That's a good point. But why are they? Why are they in there? Like, if if I want black licorice or if I want popcorn flavor, whatever fucking other shitty ones. Right. There are. Why are they even in it? Just yeah, you go give us a bag that out. that's just good one. Are they just trying to pump up the numbers for the shitty flavors so they don't have to get rid of Who are they protecting here? Why are There's they protecting? Somebody's friends with the local uh, black licorice conglomerate. Like, <laughs> you better 8%, motherfucker. You know what's in the contract. If 8% of those jelly bellies aren't black licorice, that's the thing. Why, why do we keep doing this to ourselves, too? At some point, the consumers have to speak and say no more. We're, we, just give me only strawberry jelly beans or whatever the fucking ones you want are put that in the bowl don't get the bag that's the mixed because 
Or maybe that's why they do it, so people can pick out the ones they want. I'm going to okay. say I think it's greasy to cherry-pick flavors out. I think opinion. that's fair. Because then you just fair. leave shitty ones for anybody else who's looking. And then there's just a shitty bowl of shitty jelly beans sitting there. For okay. Forever. Well, let me ask you this. Now, how about when I cherry-pick my Tums flavors, right? Because I Go feel crazy. like if I get a lime and an orange together, that's, again, we're back to lawlessness. We're back to being <laughs> cave dwellers. And I, I, I need two identical flavors. Because I don't eat nearly as many jelly beans as I do Tums. I think the difference. I don't know what that says about is me. Tums are not nearly as communal. You know what I mean? It's Maybe not where you live. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not how you were raised. You just have a bowl of Tums sitting out. At I'm, home? Well, if you've eaten Wendy's chili, you've got to have everybody prepared. It's from the Midwest. <laughs> <laughs> I do like the idea of like. At reception, there's just a bowl of Tums. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> just like Pepto-Bismol makes more sense as a beverage than a lot of things that get offered. Tums in a bowl, baby. <laughs> All right. I'm going to keep this guy moving. Fat guy in a little coat. Uh, I don't know about you, Cole. Uh, Love how you're serving this up. <laughs> but... <laughs> It's like I'm at a Foxworthy show. I don't know why I feel like I have to do intros for everything. I don't know about you. It's like I've served you up for it. It's my fault. Something better than that. Uh, but uh, during COVID, I got significantly fatter. If there was a before and after picture, before COVID and after Chris, it would be surprising how much the after photo looks like a before photo. Like they've reversed the Weight Watchers advertisement. <laughs> yeah. You, you want to gain weight on COVID. Look at what it did for oh Chris. Oh boy, turned into a chubster, bro. I got too fat for my wedding ring. Wedding rings are onion rings. Am I right? <laughs> onion rings. We're cutting that one. <laughs> but uh, I also realized I've been doing this thing. Well, I had this thing during the pandemic, and I have to stop saying it because we're like far enough out of it that it's like I probably should have started losing weight by now. But also it's like, I could just get hammered on the couch at home and watch highlights. This is sick. Like, I should have been doing this my whole life. Um, <laughs> Who says you haven't? <laughs> uh, I started doing this thing during the pandemic where uh, fewer and fewer of my clothes were fitting. Uh, and so I had what I called my Doug clothes. Doug was the first cartoon I ever realized he wears the same clothes every single day. I'd never thought about that, but there's an episode where he opens his closet and it's a bunch of the same outfit hanging, <laughs> which was really funny to me. And it was the first time it ever occurred to me. I was like, oh yeah, they, you never see him in different clothes. So I had my Doug clothes cause I was just wearing the same shit every fucking day. Cause I was down to like one outfit that still fit me. I have two shirts now. I have one <laughs> shirt and then I have my other shirt when I have shows, I have the black one and then there's a green one. And I realized, like, why haven't I just – I feel like if I buy fat clothes, I'm, like, committing to being fat. Like, that's right. the thing that is <laughs> keeping me from being an actual fat person. No, the clothes still say no, if you 1X. Buy, if you buy the clothes, we all know that means you're, you're committed, committed to the idea <laughs> yeah, of being fat I'm forever. I'm a fat person now. Yeah, <laughs> I am a fat person now. So now I have a bunch of clothes that don't fucking fit, like, not even close. And I'm, right. like, refusing to do anything <laughs> I'm like, no, that'll fit again in June. And then June comes, and I'm like, oh, son of a bitch.
we sure. all have the closet full of aspirational clothes so <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> i completely understand if i lose if i get too fat for the black or green shirt i'm hosed though. <laughs> if i see chris walking around his house naked i'll know what happened <laughs> uh, so what do we have to say at the end cole i didn't think about what we're just gonna it's say. been a hoot we'll think of something to say next time <laughs> yeah if uh you got this far god bless you hell yeah um and we'll see you next week we'll see you next week <laughs> All right, this has been Second Breakfast. No, Second Lunch. <laughs> second Lunch. That's a Hobbit thing. Whichever, Sorry. Whichever meal you like. All right, love you guys.